Recorded live. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weekly Loss Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we are working on a half a second delay back and forth from each other uh, here in Orlando, Florida. This totally is crazy. I know it's crazy. I hear you like a half a second before I hear you on the phone. I know. All right. So anyway, folks, uh, we are sorry about the technical problems before uh, getting tonight off the ground. We were not even anticipating doing the show live here on TalkShoe this week because we didn't know if we would have an Internet connection uh, that would sustain the TalkShoe client. So uh, we're very glad to be able to record it here on TalkShoe. Stephanie and I just finished watching the absolute best episode of Lost ever. That was an amazing episode. I cannot wait to watch it again. Oh, my goodness. I can to watch that one at least two or three more times. I have never seen an episode of Lost that I loved more than that. I mean, remember when I, I mean, the, the <laughs> flashes before your eyes. What are you laughing at? The delay. Oh. <laughs> it's in right there. It makes it really difficult to have a conversation. <laughs> I understand that. But anyway, uh, it is going to be weird, isn't it? Should I go in the next? Should I go out into the like hallway in area? The car. <laughs> All right. So anyway, um, it was it was like flashes before your eyes. Only this was even better. It this it, one was better. I love the jumping back and forth. That was awesome. And when he said, "Listen, when if you go back." When you go back, you have to go to Oxford, and you have to go and really find cool. me. That was really cool. That, to me, is the most amazing thing that I've so, ever seen in my life. What What I love is when, um, at the end, the last thing we see from, what's his name? Dan Faraday? Dan Faraday. Is that, is that yeah. His name? Okay. Um, the last thing we see is written in his journal, says if something goes wrong, Desmond Hume is my, is my constant. constant. Which I really like that. I think that that is awesome. That uh, I, I just love that they're they're actually um, letting us experience the time, whatever they're going to write it. You know, we know that it has something to do with time, and so I'm so excited that they're letting us experience now and not just speculate about it some more. I know, and I love how Dan Faraday finally explains to. Juliet and Jack, the difference of time, and and how instead of having these things be things that we kind of theorize and stuff like that, and people say, come on, Cliff, get a grip, they're never going to go that sci-fi on us. Well, hello, people, and if you're trying to tell me now, try to tell me now, people, that that Desmond didn't go back, and those things were just all in his mind. I'm afraid not. I'm afraid not. He set up that phone call with Penelope. And, whoa, how awesome was that? That was really cool. This show blows my mind. And you know what? And I remember people even say, Cliff, that's just a little bit too Back to the Futurist for me. Well, I'm sorry. There were some Back to the Future elements in this show. There were. There were. But it was done well. Are you done? I'm done. Okay. Um. I, one of my favorite parts of the episode, and this is so small and, and menial that people will probably laugh at me, is that they actually gave us a date. Lots of dates. But no, listen, as to what day it is, you know, 
Not on the island, though. They didn't Not give on it. the island. But on the freighter. But on the freighter as to what day it is. Merry Christmas, 2004. Absolutely. I, I thought that that well, was really cool. Christmas Eve anyway, right? Yeah. So this show, oh, my gosh, this was excellent. I mean, I can't even begin to say how delighted I am that, to see so much of in the episode. I mean, it, it's like the payoff of all these little hints, you know, the yeah. all the little, oh, I guess that could be from anywhere or any time. <laughs> Dude, totally kidding. Whatever. Not kidding. Uh, yeah. And how how this happened to the guy that uh, was the communication officer, Mignikowski. Right. And the other guy that he took out on the boat. Right? He said that they wanted to see the island, so they went out on the, the what's it called? I don't know. I, I must have missed that part. Okay, well, anyway, he and, and some other guy, they, they had anchored there. They were waiting for orders, and so they took the, the little boat out and um, because they wanted to see the island, and something happened, and, and the guy started going crazy, and they came back, and Desmond said, well, what, well, where is he now? He's in a body bag. You don't remember that part? No, I don't remember that part. Wow. I I I I really so, don't. Two, be, I mean, um, two people, two men died from that. From the same thing that Eloise died from. Yes. Gotcha. Sweet. Well, not sweet that they died, but. <laughs> <laughs> I love the realization on it, both both 1996 Desmond and 2004 Desmond when um, the realization that he had broken that by making his constant, making contact with Penelope in both times, that he had broken that, that chain of events. Th- there, was a, there was a realization that came over his face that I thought was awesomely portrayed. Yes. One of the things that I really enjoyed is the fact that they showed Daniel as being the quote-unquote hero in this episode. Yeah. How, you know, how... So many of the, his crewmates or whatever thought he's just a flake. He's they, just they all think he's crazy. Well, I mean, you have to think somebody's crazy for thinking that they can jump through time and all yeah. this other stuff. But man, how awesome was that? That that you because know he he's a smart guy and and I mean it. it yeah, well, I'd say that he's probably a genius. You know, and I think that most most geniuses are misunderstood. But um, I like how you said that they're misunderstood. <laughs> you like that? I like that. Okay. So, but even in um um in 96 um Dan said, so my colleagues put you up to this. I mean, even he thought that it was a joke that they were making on him because it was constant. He was constantly being ridiculed by the people around him. Absolutely. So, um what what else was I going to say? The love story angle of this was awesome i mean i wanted to cry at the end of this episode i did i didn't but man was that awesome it's like i was i was typing in the chat room he's like yay she answered i was so excited please answer and uh long time though it it did they they really left you hanging there for yes and i really you know i'm just really excited about how all of this is is coming out and the fact that they did answer, you know, the, the question of, you know, what's going, what, what did happen to uh, Desmond, you know, what did occur to him, 
And he's, you know, Faraday even said, you know, was he exposed to um, ele- high levels of radiation or electromagnetism? Electromagnetism, exactly. And remember the it, when he went back to 1996, they showed the pink light or whatever, and that's exactly what he did to the rat. And yeah. it's like, so it's like we got lots of answers. We did. I mean, not lots of answers. Well, yeah, we did. We got lots of answers. We got it. We kind of got the understanding of why he maybe was dishonorably discharged from uh, the Scottish uh, military. Uh, we got. He went crazy. Exactly. <laughs> or what they would think, you know. Right, and so um, there was not only that, but then there was um, what else was there? There was what happened to Minkowski. Why are we, why is it all of a sudden we're not allowed to talk to Minkowski? Well, now we know. Uh, how to you know explaining a lot of details. The only thing, and I best asked this in the chat room. The one thing this doesn't explain. The, the white-haired lady um, was it Mrs. Hawkins from the Ring Shop. Oh, okay. That doesn't explain her. But how how often was it that we heard the name Charles Whitmore? How often was it that we heard about the Black Rock? Oh crap! Tell them that I'm still on there. Okay, Cliff's still on here, but um. Are you I don't know. Yeah, you're still on it. Okay. Like, what what did I cut off at? I have no idea. So you gotta tell me. All right. Well. You cut. What was the last thing that Cliff said, guys? Um, <laughs> you were talking about answers. You were talking about the the lady from the ring shop. It doesn't explain her, but how awesome was it that we saw Charles Widmore and um, um I'm sorry, I'm not used to having to be the one to talk all the time. All right, am I back? All right, you're back. I got you. I so, so sorry, guys. I I lost my cell phone signal. I said, okay, so how often was it that we not only saw Charles Widmore, but we also saw or heard the name Alvar Hanso? We did. Uh, not only did we get that, but we Black got Rock. the Black Rock. Um, I mean, just so many different things were brought into this episode. It's like this was the episode where people say, well, they just never give us any answers. Well, hello, they gave us some <laughs> awesome answers now. Absolutely. It was there was so much in this. You know what I was so grateful for? What's that? It's this, this episode was not packed full of the same thing, the same people dealing with the same relationship issues, totally getting on my nerves. Yes. It was the one love story on this show that still that really interests apart. me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it stands apart because it's, it's a love that has absolutely lasted the test of time. There you go. You know, I so agree with you I'm there. I'm not call for eight years. Yes. <laughs> you know. Yes. And so I think that it's 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 it is. It's still the love. It's the only love story that still is interesting. Well, I think it's the only one that was ever interesting. But, Very good. Uh, but I love that that they went there again. Yes, I. Uh, to know that to know that she had been looking for him for three years, and um, so I'm just amazed at how 
how well they write this show. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, do you mind if we bring on some other callers and see what their uh, reaction was? Absolutely not. All right, so Jeremy, I've unmuted you. Are you there? Yes, I am. Jeremy, what did you think about this episode? I was thinking the same thing that you guys said. I was thinking, was that just the best episode ever? Absolutely, it was. Like, I mean, it wouldn't mean anything without the rest of them, but, yeah, for up to this point, I was just sitting there going, man, this thing is packed. It was awesome stuff. What was your favorite thing? And Anything that, that stood out to you? I, I know that I'm just we I didn't get to take any notes here in the hotel, but is there anything that stood out to you? Anything we've already covered? Anything we didn't cover? What what was what was it that stands out to you most in this episode? There was there was a lot. There, I liked that they mentioned so many dates instead of just leaving us wondering through all this. I guess they knew that we'd get too confused if they didn't tell us what year he was going back to, and and they did mention what date it is, at least according to the freighter. Yeah. So that was that was kind of anchoring, I guess. Um, no boat puns intended. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but I particularly liked the conversation, um, the phone conversation between Desmond and Penny. Absolutely, it was. Um, oh that was just God, some. That was just really well done. It really was. Absolutely. So, Daryl, you've requested to talk, and I've got you unmuted now, so go ahead and jump in. Okay, can you hear me? Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Okay, good. Uh, I just want to say that I think we saw a little bit of the sickness tonight. The Minkowski, the way he was going crazy. um, I think that this is what happened to Danielle's crew. And since she was pregnant, she was probably not exposed to any radiation that they would have been exposed to or electromagnetism for wanting to protect the baby, and that's why she maybe didn't go uh, get sick and the rest of them did. Very good. Wow. I, I did I not like, think about that. I really like having smart people who listen to our <laughs> show and watch this and watch off because I, I have to admit, I'm, I would, if not for podcasting, I would just be a casual viewer, and so I think that for a lot of casual viewers, tonight's episode's not going to make any sense, but... um I'm so thankful for the people who who are have the knowledge that I don't. I, I also have something else that I don't know if it, I haven't figured this one out yet, but I'm seeing a connection uh, with water, and I thought it so interesting when Desmond and uh, Mr. Woodmore are in the bathroom, and he walks out with the water running and the sink stopped up. Yeah, I just thought that was so odd, and I just got to thinking about water, and all the way through the episode, we see it raining, 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 and then I got to thinking about the flashback with Charlie. It was he was going to drown, and he did drown, and it was it was raining when the arrow went into the guitar, and there was there was the 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 birds uh, by the water's edge, and the and the lightning, and it just seems like there's a connection here with water, and I I can't put it all together yet, but it's. I, it, it's almost like Widmore knows what's going on. Uh, there's Joseph Kyles in the chat room says that water must be a time travel lubri- lubricant. <laughs> uh, anyway, 
So, uh, dude, I tell you, this was just an amazing episode of Lost, and wow. I, 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 you know, I feel sorry for anybody who really got into Lost into the first two seasons and then just gave up halfway last year because they are truly missing out on the most awesome show that that they you know that they could have ever imagined. It is well, it is really awesome stuff. I think they're missing out on the best season. Um, I think now after after the announcement came that that they have a final set date um, end date, and and so they've determined that I mean obviously the writer strike has affected the the 16 episodes per season for the next three seasons. But um, but I think now that they have an end date and we know that every episode has a purpose, they're really writing with a better intensity, intensity than they did before. Yeah, I, yeah, there's no doubt okay. about that. So the people who, who, you know, gave up because it was kind of, you know, if people who gave up in the first six episodes of season three – I understand that because I was ready to give up at that time, but um, but we're really seeing a higher um, level of writing. We're seeing a higher standard now that each episode has purpose. I agree. I I, I and I think that every ep- or not. I think that um, every season is going to be better all the way up through the end. I can't. Oh, absolutely. One thing. One thing they proved last week is that not every episode through the end is going to be awesome, because there's obviously still going to be more Kate-centric episodes between now and the end of Lost, and I am well, not looking forward to them. You know, <laughs> get off your high horse, because they have chosen Kate to be one of the Oceanic Six. I think that that is something that you um, need to accept. Otherwise, you're going to get very bad reaction from me throughout the rest of these. The, the the run of the series, but um, you know there will be there will be some episodes that aren't just oh my gosh this was you know the best episode ever because there's still going to be those episodes where it, they're kind of like filling the the filling the um, cracks you know they're they're filling in the blanks but maybe they're not as exciting or thrilling as tonight's episode was right. Are you even listening? To yeah, me? I am listening. I just don't think that you'll ever win me on another Kate Flash anything. I didn't say I would be one on another Kate Flashback. I'm saying that you have to accept it for what it is. I do understand. I do accept it. I you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Explain to me what you mean by accept. Be happy about it? No, just stop complaining about it. That's not going to happen. Acceptance means that you have dealt with your issues and you are okay to move on. Well, maybe I need some more counseling on Kate-centric episodes. Maybe. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, all I can say is that I am so glad that we made it back to the hotel room here tonight to view this episode of Lost. You're welcome. <laughs> it was awesome. So, folks... um, yeah, that's all we can say. I mean, I, I can't think of anything else that we didn't already cover. But uh, I tell you, we still have a few minutes. If anybody is in the chat room and you want to call in and, and give us your thoughts, the phone number is 724-444-7444. And, and the call number is 4776. And if you want, you can just look at your keypad. That's GSPN on your keypad. So, 
Again, the phone number is four seven four. What is it? Seven two four 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 four. Okay, now you're gonna go ahead. It's seven two four 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 seven four four four. And then four seven seven six on your keypad. So anyway, we Jeremy, did you want to uh, bring up anything else? Or Daryl? I know the two of you are signed on. Um, just the Black Rock references. That was that was really pretty. Cool. Interesting. What but we're gonna get a lot of. Sorry. They gave us a date on the Black Rock, right? They did, but I missed it. Okay, it was like 1845, if I'm not mistaken. Something like that. Was there anything that jumped out to you about it? Uh, no, I'm wondering if it might be. I don't know. I was I was toying with ideas like maybe it's how the Hansos kind of found the island in the first place if they retrieved that that ship's log that was in the auction right. or maybe how the Widmores got involved more than the Hansos I'm not all that right. is still pretty unclear I think well, yeah Charles Widmore? Charles is that, yeah that's the same he was he was pretty determined to get his hands on that on that manifest or that, that book yeah that captain's log or whatever it was yeah. So I'm I'm thinking that um there's gonna that book's gonna come into play again in the near future. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Hey, I see that uh our friend Patrick uh has signed in. Patrick, did you wanna add any comments to the show? Yeah, I don't know if anyone mentioned the whole part about the um Desmond bringing up about wearing a radiation protection for Faraday's head in the in his lab. No, I, you know, we didn't bring that up, but what do you think the relevance of that was to the episode? What was the big deal there? I was just wondering if that had had an effect on his mind and the way he'd been acting in previous episodes. Uh, hmm. You mean the, the fact that he continued to do that the experimentation but never really... Didn't get like the great, he didn't get great jolts, but he was kind of like in the vicinity, and I just... It was almost funny that Desmond says you don't wear head protection. So. Yeah, yeah, that that is interesting. Let's see here. Let's bring in Amanda. Amanda, I see that you have uh, dialed in. What what were your thoughts on tonight's episode? Oh, totally the best episode ever. Oh, I I'm so glad you agree. Oh, I want to talk about the rat. That was really interesting. Oh, Eloise. What do you want to say about well, Eloise? I was just expecting this to be a huge mystery when Daniel said, talk about Eloise. And the next scene, you're like, oh, it's the rat. And yeah. Poor Eloise did not fare very well. No, poor Eloise. <laughs> no, but she had to be sacrificed because for the plot, we had to find out that it wasn't safe to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and that, you know, and if poor Eloise, if only Eloise could have had a constant. Yeah, I guess rats have little brains, so they don't know how to deal with that. <laughs> it was a good explanation for what was going on. So. Yeah, I I would good definitely writing. agree. I, I am I'm so glad they finally answered what happened with Desmond. That was so so awesome. The only thing that was weird is how quickly Faraday did jump on top of everything once, you know, he had a couple clues here and there. But but uh, you know maybe he studied a lot of theory about this stuff and that's that's how he knew. Well, he knows more than about? anyone else. So 
Well, I'm talking about how he knew immediately to tell Desmond, you know, or ask the question, what year were you in? And can you go and do this? And, and how he so quickly understood that what, why, uh, why Eloise died and how to solve that. Well, if you remember back two or three episodes ago, when each one of them was brought to the team for, yeah. for a reason. I think that's the reason that he is on this team is because he has been studying the the traveling in time. Right. The one thing I the one thing I don't understand or or, or maybe that I was expecting, I was expecting that the men on the ship would be a little bit more quote unquote aggressive with them meaning like taken Saeed prisoner kind of situation. Now they I know that in the room. Well, I I know they did that, but that was only after Saeed kind of got up in their face and stuff like that. But it it didn't seem to me like they were like overly aggressive. And then of course, one the only thing that was alluded to uh was with the door being left open was the idea of who is this man on the boat that's their friend. It's like somebody look, looks like somebody's got a friend on the on the inside or on the boat. And so uh, is that person is that person going to be Michael? Is that person going to be somebody else? We still don't know. Right. That was the only thing that was disappointing in this episode. They didn't show the man on the boat. I was totally expecting to see him. So You, you know, know I, I could... Go ahead. Oh, that was it. <laughs> uh, I could totally live with the fact that they didn't give us that with as much as they did give us. Yes, that's true. That was a very good trade-off. Yeah. Yeah, but is that something that we're going to learn in the next three episodes, or is that something that we're going to have to wait until the next five come? You know, I don't think we're going to see the boat again for a couple episodes, personally. Okay. Huh. I, that's just my own feeling. I feel like they gave us so much with the boat right now that they're not going to kind of overuse that element of the show. Um, I think, you know, I think really what we're going to see next two or three episodes is a lot of island stuff. Well, right. I'm just, never mind. Well, you don't have to say never mind. All right, the only other person I haven't gone to here is Michael. Michael, you're on the line. Did you have anything additional that you wanted to say at all? Michael, did you have anything? Okay, Michael's having some issues with his telephone. Well, I'll tell you what, we're not going to keep everybody on here too long tonight. Oh, wait, I do see somebody that is in queue. Let me uh, catch that person here. Oh, it is Michael. Let's see if he's got it now. Michael, you're on the line. Yeah, I have the notepad uh, check. Okay, so what's up? Um, so I'm just gonna ask everyone a question. Uh, okay. Do, does anyone think that um, now Faraday is a time traveler from what appeared in his book? Hmm. Do we think he's in trouble? Is that what you said? A time traveler. No, a time traveler from the note about the continent. Oh, you know what? It would make sense. It would make because sense because he now knows how to set the settings on there. Well, and Does that make sense? Try it out. Yeah. Yeah, he's tried it out on Eloise. Yeah, he's that nerdy. He'd wanted to be a part of it. And, right. Absolutely. That that's good. I hadn't thought about that. And and then that makes sense that if something goes wrong, 
Desmond can be his constant. So after after he tries it out on Eloise and gets it right, I bet he's been jumping some time himself. That could be. Very interesting indeed. I tell you, I am very much looking forward to getting back home to to watching this episode again, researching the episode. There were I, I could tell there were a couple screen captures that are going to be quite interesting to look at to get a closer look at that calendar. Um, there were a couple other things, I think, that were in the episode that are going to be worthy of going back and looking at screen captures of. Um, if you guys wouldn't mind, feel free to go ahead and uh, jump into the forum at gspn.tv slash forum. Make sure you post anything exciting that you find there. Uh, that's the first place I go for research for the weekend review. But uh, with that, Stephanie and I are going to go ahead and end uh, this episode of The Initial Reaction. And uh, I apologize for the audio quality. However, uh, we are here in Florida on a special trip where a friend of ours is getting married and we wanted to be very low-tech as far as all the stuff we brought with us tonight. But still wanted to give you guys an initial reaction and very glad that we could do it still on TalkShoe at the very last minute. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. And and everybody that's on the phone with me, I know that we have a slight half three half a second to one second delay, but until next time, stay, stay long. long. <laughs> <laughs>